0: So, I just lost my voice immediately. <laughs> That's not a great way to start.
1: <laughs> Nailed it.
0: Nailed it. What a way to go! Someone's having a drink. <laughs> I heard that.
2: I heard that too. <laughs> Who was that?
1: I really haven't clicked on that one. That
2: was, it was me. Like a drop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, welcome to the. What was we called again?
0: Not a clue. Jesus, guys, it's Duraga Airsoft. Hey guys, apologies if I sound a bit rough today. I actually have the flu uh, and I've been trying to get over it all week. But uh, we're going for it anyway. This is The Safe Zone, episode three. We're talking about brands today. Uh, and this is a show where we chat about our experiences, other people's experiences and general shenanigans in airsoft. If you want to get involved, because this is a conversation as well, drop us a message on our Facebook page, reply to our Facebook comments or send us a DM on Instagram, which you can find at the end of the show. That is how you do an introduction. Thank you very much. (laughs) Eight out of ten. Solid eight.
2: Eight? (laughs) It's higher than
0: I was expecting. Those of us that have been in the airsoft industry for a while, um, man, brands are complicated. Mm -hmm. They do so many different things now, and not all of them are are just one thing either. Speaking of which, we're going to start today's show by just reading a few comments from Instagram. Chris and I did a couple of posts just to try and get the uh, opinions on brands. Of you guys out in the community, so Chris, who have you got uh, commenting from your end? And we've got um,
1: just because I want to say it, Booty Grabber. (laughs) And what did and what did you ask, Booty Grabber? Uh, Well, I put onto an Instagram about asking people's thoughts on what draws you to a brand or why do you like that brand in general. What is your ideal brand? And um, Beauty Grabber came to me with, um, GMP for the externals, they need a bit of work internally, which I'm willing to do, but I find they're hard to replicate a broad variety of guns as they do quality externals. Okay,
0: well, and I actually agree, you've got a GMP, right? Yeah,
1: I can 100% agree on that one, really.
0: And your GMP used to be my GMP, uh, and they also do the Transformer series now, and uh, I'm really interested by that.
1: See, I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> I really don't I just don't know I just, oh. I just don't like the, I, I think it's the whole twisty rail I just know <laughs> there's no other way well, you can do it but I mean it's just, I just don't like it <laughs>
0: fine whatever well <laughs> well callsignsteam uh, on my Instagram said uh, hard to say but maybe I would choose Crytek as my favourite brand they have simple and trustworthy insides and a beautiful finished outsides and I've got I've got several Krytacs
1: uh, I have to agree I freaking love them Who else you got, Chris? Hustle, or Hustle. He says, um, ICS for the split gearbox, so they're damn easy to work on. As for a stock gun, sorry, but Crytac is a good brand too.
0: Oh, two for Crytac. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. Well, uh, callsign Odin uh, said, G &G for entry-level competitiveness for a great price point. The ARP9 is my introduction riff. I lend potential new players Five confirmed Rift members, <laughs> and counting after a game day with that little
1: monster. Say, so, uh, yes. using G and G ARP nines to recruit. Uh, I've got another, I've got actually another G on here. This is um, 404.exe.error dot No, I'm not actually saying in computer terms there. <laughs> he said Jane G and G definitely as they make solid guns which are affordable and good value for money and they cater many different player styles, i.e. sniper, light infantry type, machine gunner, pistol, and SMG players. Uh, and then I got Jason Combat UK ASG hits the sweet spot for me with the Evo and the P o nine.
0: But my oh. recent second grab of a GMP as his eyes right now. That's interesting. So currently GMP, Crytek, G and G and ASG. All the G's. Yeah, all the, all all the, the G's TAC. in Crytek. <laughs> that's, that's quite interesting because we've got a very wide range of perceived quality in there. There are so many more than these few. Uh Joe, do you have like a, a, a quick go to I mean, list?
3: I I could talk to you I could be talking for days on brands but all right I'll give you ten I, seconds are you instead. ready are you ready so really quickly we've got ANK AGM Aries ASG Bolt Classic Army Crossman Cybergun Cyber D Boys Double Eagle ENL Echo One Elite Force GNG GMP Game Face H and K ICS Jingong King Arms Crytac KWA KSC Lancer Tactical, Magpul PTS, Real Sword, s and SoCom Gear, TSD Sports, TSD Tactical, Umarex, UTG, Vulcan, VFC, Tokyo Marui Star, JLS Star, SRC People's, CSI Star. There's lots of stars going on in here. LCT, Silverback,
0: WE, and NewPro. Wow, that was a pretty exhaustive <laughs> list, and I, I'm pretty sure uh, we're gonna carry on and start this whole section off. Uh, we're talking about brands, and I think we'll probably talk about ambassadorships slash sponsorships in this uh, episode as well. Do you have a test for us, Joe?
3: I do. Little bit of a quick fire round for you. Uh, I've got five questions for you now, and this is quick fire. so whoever can give me the right answer oh will gosh. win a point here, okay? George has won. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said that earlier, but George apparently he, he has turned his brain off
0: today, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's not exactly the most active today, so let's see. Time to shine, Chris.
1: Come on, you can do this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, your first
3: question. Which brand was the first to introduce airsoft guns powered only by the now commonplace Electric motor, Turkey spring, Murray. piston gearbox. I
1: was going to say TM.
2: Yeah. TM.
3: Nice one. Bonus point if you can name the year. Uh, that was... 1965. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's you're going back a little bit too far.
2: On that that's when they were, were first manufactured then.
3: They were. Up earlier.
2: What did they... <laughs> Look at that. That's... <laughs> nice.
3: I was can doing you, some research, okay? <laughs> can you remember what they started out making? Definitely not. Uh, remote control cars, or toy oh. cars. And now they do remote control cars as well as airsoft. What was the What was the date? 1986. 1986. G and G, arguably one of the top brands for someone starting out in airsoft. But what year did they release their first completely self-produced replica
0: imitation firearm? 1996.
1: No, just a swing that. No,
0: Uh, with 2007.
2: I'm going two You're pretty close.
1: 2008.
3: Oh, Hannah will get the point. It's 2004.
2: Oh. I was not fed these questions, okay? <laughs> I'm not pretending to get them wrong. You Guys,
1: know. fix, fix, <laughs> fix. All this time she's been playing off that she knows nothing. Come on. <laughs> okay,
3: so, by what name is the popular <laughs> airsoft manufacturer Ying Fung International, better known as?
1: Ying Fong international
3: yeah
1: i want to say ics yes. i don't know why
3: you're close chris but not quite
0: well if you if you can't be close and not
3: quite it's either right <laughs> or wrong no no it's definitely That's like a Roy
1: wrong walker at definitely wrong. moment that was you're close right. but it's the wrong idea
0: <laughs> jg
3: nope it's classic army oh really Ooh. yeah their trading name is yingfong international well i can understand why they Chose to brand as classic army then. It just sounds like a dance troupe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of ICS, Chris, do you mm. know what ICS actually stands for? Ice cream sandwich. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Give him I the point. I want pint, ten of those. <laughs> take all my money. Chris sold. <laughs> In airsoft, come on.
2: Uh, I'm
3: not gonna lie. I was surprised.
2: Okay. Not international.
3: Not international.
1: International captain service.
0: We'll talk more about that later, Chris.
1: No, nope,
2: no ideas. I have no clue. The,
1: the ICS
0: is is one of the brands that dropped off my radar for too long. Yeah, that's fair. Uh,
3: innovation, competition, and satisfaction.
0: Satisfaction. I, I, that's, that's an interesting. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can understand not, why they abbreviate that. it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, but is that, does it stand for that, or is that their tagline? No, that's what it stands for, according to the company. And that is the end of the quiz. So well done, guys. Uh, Hannah unequivocally won that one, so well done, Hannah.
0: Uh, that's <laughs> a, little that, <laughs> a little bit of fun. Thanks for that, Joe. A little bit of fun. Get your brain working, at least. No, it didn't. It turned it no? off. If oh, anything. Damn. Like, I, we got to the ICS one, and my brain just went, nope, you checked out. Can't do this, George. <laughs> like, this, this is not a way forward for you today. Uh, but moving on to, I guess, actual chatting about brands. Do you guys have any favorite brands that you kind of enjoy uh, I don't know. Let's go with guns first. What's your favorite brand of gun?
1: It's a generally hard question to answer because I was like, each brand of gun supposedly does something different. I'd say mm. I'd say G and G for obviously the best beginner round for a gun, really, because I mean, obviously I've had my own G and G and it's lasted me years, and I can't fault it. And every year they're popping out new guns, and everyone's they never ever say a bad word of it. So okay,
0: but Chris. <clears throat> What's your favorite gun right now? Not for starters. What's your favorite gun?
1: I don't even own it, so I could not say.
0: Don. <laughs> oh, I said. Oh, I thought you were like. I don't
1: own it. I can't. I can't say it out loud. Yeah. No,
0: you're allowed to. Um, but if do you do you have a favorite gun?
1: I'd say I'd say the Sig MCX. Oh. Which obviously Cybergun and VFC do one. But I'd love to see them do a gas blowback version. I'd love like GHK to get hold of it and do it. But here's hoping.
0: I think uh, I think gas blowback is interesting mm-hmm. because I I'm on the same lines with you at the minute. My favorite gun at the minute is a GHK Sig 553. Mm. Uh, it's a gas blowback. It's a gun that I've always wanted. It's been on my list since the very beginning, but I've never kind of taken this step. And then the SIGs that are st- that are currently out there, they've just kind of fallen behind in terms of the tech, so i am mm. just not bothered. I've just gone for, you know, newer, better platforms. Uh, but the GHK is a gas blowback, and although you can't use that all of the time in England with the weather that we've got,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it is freaking
3: cool. I, th- I think that goes for any gas blowback rifle, though, doesn't it? There's just something
0: about them. They're just so expensive, though. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely.
2: But it depends what you get out of airsoft. So brand loyalty comes very much to what you identify with. Like if you want to, if you want that bit more reality, you're going to be like, oh yeah, I want that one, you know, but then you can pay, like you're saying they're expensive, but you can pay that same amount to get an airsoft rifle that has the kind of same, um, what's the word FPS and, you know, range, etc. but. Um, because it's, it hasn't got that slight twang of reality of a real gun. You know, people People almost put themselves above uh, other people when they've got a glass bowler back because they're like, they think they're... Elitism. They've got is, that, is that what, slight... You... Yeah, elitism, yeah. Um, and so brand, your like, what's good and bad about brands is very much identifiable to what your needs and your wants. And your passions are in airsoft which i guess brings
0: us back onto the favorite guns and bearing in mind you've got very different needs than uh, a lot of us what's your favorite
2: gun (laughs) um well my favorite gun is an arp9 but anything that's small rapid lightweight and a bit nifty is also kind of under that category i haven't really had much experience with playing lots of with lots of Guns under this category. Uh, so an ARP9 is the one I've stuck with, and it's great.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> so mean, I'm that's, just, I'm just that's coming also... a full circle, really. <laughs> so a GNG ARP9 for yeah. you. Uh, a GHK, GHK version of the SIG MCX. The SIG MCX is one that I've not really come across. That's an interesting choice, Joe. What's yours? Oh, I know my, what yours is.
3: Yeah, my, mine is an easy one. Uh, it's got to be the Magpul PTS Masada. Absolute. Yep gorgeous rifle um it's so flexible the customization is amazing um it's it's just beautiful it's at heart it's still an M4 but it does everything it can to be a better M4 and mm-hmm. and I like that so if, we were talking about elitism, think. you know. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I no, already
1: know. I think Joe Joe owns them probably the whole collection of the Masada. <laughs> I, I no, see, I'm missing one. I'm missing Ooh. the PDRC.
3: So for any of you out there if you happen to be giving one away, I yeah. would not <laughs> complain. I will take it off your hands. It will go to a loving home. Uh, I will send you photos on a daily basis if you really want. But take it on yeah.
2: holiday for Oh I would definitely
3: take it on holidays. Walks on the beach, candlelit dinners. Oh, it will be spoiled. But yes, yeah. yeah, it's all I need to complete the set. Wow, that's more than your wife gets. Oh! I mean, shots fired. I mean that that would be a burn if it wasn't true. Uh, uh, right,
2: Joe, get off get off this podcast now and go say <laughs> I love you to your wife. And go give her a hug and a kiss, and then Just, come back. I'm not gonna lie;
3: she did say earlier she was like. You're leaving me again today, aren't you? It's like yes, I have some recording to do. (laughs) So yeah, (laughs) but she does work all day. Yeah,
0: and just to be absolutely clear, they love each other to bits. All as well, (laughs) we do. Yeah, yeah, it's all good.
3: There is there are no issues there whatsoever. (laughs) Just so you're aware, she is she knows that airsoft comes first. It's fine, (laughs) as it should.
0: Anyway, George, we haven't talked about you. What's your favorite gun? Uh yeah, but we've okay. We have discussed this before outside of the podcast. This is a really difficult one for me. I know that's why I put you on the spot, right? So I just said the GHK Sig Five Five Three is on my list,
3: mm-hmm. but and has
0: been but, for a long time. Yeah, but uh, but I can't I can't specify a favorite gun because I haven't used them all.
2: mm Hmm. Yeah.
0: And I want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't have um, a favorite gun. I don't have a favorite brand. I'm very flexible when it comes to my brand uh, kind of loyalty, I guess. Uh, I'm more than happy to test and um, review uh, as many products as possible. Because I really, really like like Chris pointed out, like Hannah pointed out, um, it depends on what you're using it for. And I think having those parameters for me is really important. If you just want something that looks cool, that's gonna be that's going to be, uh, mm-hmm. that's going to be a, a Gucci piece of kit that but, on the outside, mm, yeah. but if you want something that performs really well, well, it could look like absolute trash on the outside mm-hmm. as long as internally you've got everything sorted. So, yeah. I don't know
3: but
2: is the that, answer. That image also comes from the Gucci image also comes from how the brand presents themselves. So, Absolutely, to me, Anola Gay is the dog's bollocks. Because I just love their visual imagery. Like I love, I love seeing the way they um, forever developing their product. I love seeing um, the, you know, people shooting with it and the cool effects. I love feeling like I'm walking along in slow motion. Pulling a massive T Rex out of its cage to go fight the other T Rex, you know. What? <laughs> yeah, um, the- the-
0: uh, the- Hannah, the- Hannah, Hannah. What are we <laughs> we're talking about airsoft, you know that, right?
2: I know, but I, I mean trust so trust more. trust the
0: photographer to bring out the smoke grenades to a gunfight, you know like <laughs> Yes. Um you
2: anyway, know, so but like, you know anyway. Jurassic next so
0: so but that's interesting it's an interesting point it's like how it's not just about the individual product it's about the brand itself and how yes. the brand uh engages with the market engages with the community mm-hmm. engages um with creativity in yeah. certain certain respects well uh, because i i <laughs> yeah, well, okay, well, Instagram's only one channel, though, yeah. right? You you engage with Instagram, but, the, you know, plenty of people have YouTube channels, or plenty of companies have oh, YouTube wait, channels. Yeah. Uh, occasionally, uh, occasionally, there are YouTube channels dedicated to things like this. Um, mm-hmm. There are plenty of uh, companies that um, do Facebook posts, plenty mm-hmm. of uh, companies that have their own communities that they've set up on their own websites, etc. So, it's like, I don't know um instagram's only one of them i i just want to make that like super clear yeah uh, okay george so different question for you then if you haven't got a favorite
3: out of the guns that you've used recently which has been the most fun
0: oh we we'll we'll go recently okay well that's super easy Gone. uh so that's the uh, asg acu shadow sp01 there we go um <laughs> that is hands down the most fun pistol i've i've shot to to this point It outdoes... Yeah, yeah, I think so. Wow. Um, That doesn't doesn't mean it's my favorite, um, but it's the most fun to shoot. Um, And so, because I I mean, I've got a, uh, what's comparable? The Salient Arms EMG um, High Kappa 4.3. So it's a really high-end pistol that has a really snappy response and is super fun to shoot as well. But the ASG uh, Accu version, oh man, it's super snappy. It's it's super responsive. It's really well balanced. Uh, I think out of everything recently that I've shot, it's definitely the one that kind of is is most fun.
3: So so what you're saying is if you had to pick up a pistol right now
0: and go to a game with just a pistol, it would be the Accu. Yeah. Nice. But that's, we talked cool. a lot about guns and Airsoft, of course, is not just about guns. There's also loads of different kit. Um, you know, we're talking about different camos, different, uh, not just a camouflage pattern, but different companies that make different, um, you know, uh, different trousers, different tops, jackets, what have you, boots, uh, iPro, um, all of that jazz. Are there any kind of standout, uh, companies that you, you guys have worked with or bought from? Um, any particular things that you look for when you're buying camera or kit or bags or rigs that's a that's a
3: really tough one um i don't think when i when it comes to me buying kit I don't think there's anything that I filter out by um, personally I go on what I think looks good and it, it could be anything it goes this goes back to what Hannah was saying earlier where how the company presents themselves often determines how you buy them. Mm-hmm. If you go on a website and you're looking at a pair of trousers, and they, there might be two websites selling exactly the same pair of trousers, but if one company is taking a better picture, then you might buy that one because they look better. doesn't mean they're any different, and they're probably not, but
0: you go for the one that looks
3: better on paper.
0: Yeah, so that's interesting uh, as well because you we are heavily reliant on the say so of someone else. Um, oh yeah, whether absolutely. whether that is through an image or through a uh, a review as such, and and I think you're right because the only thing that I will I will say that I have actively done uh, I don't buy clothes very often in terms of airsoft stuff. But one of the things I did maybe five, six years ago was I decided I'm going to get an expensive pair of trousers. Uh, I don't want to change my loadout too much. I'm not fussed about that. It's all about my practicality. So I want to make sure that I've got knee pads built in. So I went to um, Huey's, uh, which is a airsoft clothing tactical gear company. And uh, I bought myself some Ops Fast uh, Tactical 3D. Oh god, their name was ridiculous. Um, but multicam black with built-in knee pads, and they're really good. And I do not regret that purchase. But I would not keep repeating that same thing. I bought them so that I had one reliable pair, uh, and that was based on the kind of all of the images that I was looking at and then factored in the few needs that I did have. I have, however, just got Viper um, gray, uh, urban gray stuff. I don't know. I'm going to cough, so I'm going to mute myself.
3: Viper are a solid brand, though, aren't they? Well,
0: they are now. Oh, yeah. Not Viper? Uh, like, a decade ago, um, they were definitely a different standard. Uh, and, yes. And not in, the, not in the great way. But then brands uh, can obviously change as well and develop as well, so... This was this was really fascinating as well um, to see their growth as a company. They now make some really good, high quality um, stuff, which is affordable. It's not, you know, the absolute best, but it is definitely enough for the average airsoft player to kind of um, try out different styles to uh, do so without having to break the bank.
3: I I think we've seen that though across the board, haven't we? Where manufacturers have had to increase the quality and decrease almost the price point because other people are managing to do the same thing but better and uh, cheaper.
0: Yeah, to, so a, com- to an extent.
3: So companies like Viper that have always, or historically, been quite a budget brand, they've had to really increase the quality while still being a budget brand, and they've yeah, done however, really, really well. However,
0: they, what they've done is uh, they've been smart. They've not c- kept the price down They've increased the price a little bit in to reflect the increase in quality uh but what hasn't happened necessarily is the the high echelons we're talking about cry, yeah, yeah, you know those prices have not come down,
3: oh no, no, absolutely not, but then the thing is that companies like cry and we'll name drop a little bit there with them, but they because they supply military and they do they can pretty much write whatever they want on that price point and people will pay it because they know the quality
0: is there
1: and they know people are deaf enough to buy
3: it (laughs) and people are deaf enough to buy it for airsoft
0: and that right there is i think a really (laughs) valid point that that hannah touched on people will buy uh for a brand name right yeah Mm -hmm. because absolutely yes yes, there is a a quality but quality only goes to a certain point so yeah like, oh, go on! No, uh, what was that? Was that a cat? Did I just hear a cat?
2: <laughs> I heard that too. I, there was a cat somewhere.
0: <laughs>
1: I do no, not have a cat. Child. No, I don't. I don't,
0: cat. I don't think anyone's got a cat.
1: I Is think I ghost? think it was my phone, but my phone's nowhere near me.
2: But George,
0: was, do you have a cat?
1: Creepy. Well,
0: I'm a little times, worried. Maybe. There's a cat in the room <laughs> <I> now. <don't... laughs> anyway. Yeah, uh,
2: back uh, to
3: Kit.
2: Cry. Cry, I cry. <laughs> um, cry is very much... People will buy it because they... It's, again, like just a step closer to the reality of being in the military and, you know, being that soldier. Yeah, know, but we're not. Um, yeah, but they can make airsoft whatever they want it to be. Yeah, no, they, no,
0: that's true. But, like, there are so many... So this is, like... I don't know and this is where it becomes I guess more of a debate than anything else yeah. because uh I don't understand spending so much money on loads of different uh loadouts. Mm-hmm. I would like if I'm going to do loads I'd like to do it affordably because at the end of the day airsoft is just airsoft. Um if I'm going to do one thing and I'm going to make that one thing the best it can be that's a different story, right? You yeah. you you know I have I, I completely understand making expensive decisions to make that one thing the best it can be. But I see time and time again people spending uh, hundreds and hundreds of pounds on loads of different ver- or uh, different loadouts, but they just go for the super high-end stuff mm. for Airsoft. I don't know. I can
3: understand it because, like Hannah said, people can make it whatever they want. And there are people who... We do have people who play Airsoft who are or were in the military, and they like mm-hmm. to have some of that back, some of that feeling back. Admittedly, yeah, it's on a very um, protracted scale, but they get some of it back. Uh, and for those people, I, I can sort of understand why they want to use the same kit that maybe they used in real life. Yeah, and I get that. Like, that. That's fine. I get that. But it's everyone else, isn't it? And you sit um, there, why are you doing it?
2: Because airsoft for them is about the way they look. And if they want to look like a 500 pound military man, they can do that. Yeah. Like no, no. for George, like for George, uh, I get the impression that it's very much about the tech and the airsoft and the upgrades to the, you know, the guns and like the loadout is the, 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 the gear is almost the secondary. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Have yeah. So totally so right. So so right. You yeah. Know, but like um, for Lewis, my uh, better half, <laughs> he is very much about he wants to look cool. He wants to look good. He wants to own his shit, you know? And so he spends a lot of time looking into, he does also want to be practical. And that's also very uh, high up there in the priorities, but he wants to look, you know, he does want to be Gucci. And the aesthetics is almost more important than the, the gear and the practical side.
0: Yeah, I have to challenge you on that, though, because I know that he is way into his tech upgrades.
2: Oh, yeah, true, true. But, like, when he's actually playing Airsoft, um, we had this conversation earlier, uh, when he's, like, out there on the field, he wants to look good. Yeah, well, and, and that's absolutely
3: fine. I think, at heart, we all want to look good when we're out Airsoft. It's just whether or not you have to spend £200 on a pair of trousers or you can uh, well, still look just yeah. as good with well, a cheap hair tonic. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think I think that's that's my thing. It's like if the aesthetics is the thing, why do you buy the brand? Do you know what I mean? Like if you yeah. if you can if you can get the look for cheaper. Yeah. Right? If if it's about, you know, <clears throat> trying to trying to get that look and get that aesthetic, why are you spending real steel money? That's what we're going to refer to it as now. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, <laughs> real steel money on uh, on on just an image, you know? Because okay. I because I so I totally get the pra- pragmatic side, right? Mm-hmm. The oh god, I, I, I'm going to use these day in day out for the next three years. I want to make sure they last. I get yeah. that.
2: Yeah,
0: you know that's that's what I did four or five years ago. Uh, it's just there are there are loads of people
2: mm-hmm.
0: that do that but they uh, but they do that for every loadout and they get multiple loadouts and so like it's it, it just doesn't you can't wear that many loadouts yeah and get the value back from the from from the products that you're getting
2: I'm not I'm not really debating your part on the amount of loadouts they have because uh you know how many loadouts someone has is entirely up to them and how much but the <laughs> image side um is very much again the way the brand presents itself. Lewis's loadout is very much based on how uh, Grand Thumb. Uh, I'm not sure if you know uh, the YouTuber, right? The, the YouTuber. The, uh, yeah. He, you know, uh, real steel shooting and T-Rex Arms, who also does real steel shooting over in America. You know, his image is based on this reality of people running around with real guns, and that he—that's his avenue into that reality by what he wears and what he looks like um and uh, and this brand image thing is everywhere you know Uh, you're
3: absolutely right yeah it's not just an airsoft thing (laughs) is it It, no no it's everywhere you walk down the street and you see people in gucci (laughs) literally gucci kit yeah yeah. literally (laughs) gucci Gucci. and you're like why you You do you have to spend that much on a pair of jeans or can you get the same thing
2: and it's it's a way people can um, get some of that reality that they portray in their visual imagery. Um, why do you buy a Superdry bag over a Black bag? Because Superdry is sorry. I know we're going off topic, but I can't think of an airsoft brand to compare this to. Superdry has an image that's very cool, very free, travels forever. You know, you know, does all these cool, amazing things. And when you wear that bag, you then gain some of that identity. Where you can be this person that has no cares in life, that travels for their you know, you you know, it's just an escapism and it's a crazy world of advertising and it draws you in and makes you spend all your money.
0: <laughs> nice.
3: That that,
2: I'm is, sorry. Sorry. that is I'm perfect. sorry. <laughs> 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 I wrote and my dissertation on this. You, I can't
3: <laughs> You have I think you have absolutely summed it up perfectly. Uh, with so that what we're well. saying it's is just, ASG
0: Evo. <laughs> mate
3: if there was ever a standard airsoft gun now I, I, I would probably argue it's
0: the Eva and then there's the TM HK416 DevGrew.
2: group
1: <laughs> Sorry, yeah, because recoil is life <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah but then it's the it's the attitude to that yeah. as well
2: attitude yeah that's the word I was looking does that
3: like. make sense? yeah, yeah. Uh, but okay so George if you had to pick one piece of kit then that you have really splashed out on any. Anything in particular, uh, or Chris? We, either kit. of you? A kit, not guns. Is there anything that you have splashed out on, or would
0: splash out on in the future? Yes, yeah, it's, it's just those those trousers I mentioned. They cost okay. like 160,
1: 170 yeah, quid.
0: Yeah. Okay. Chris, anything in particular?
1: No, I mean the only thing I really did splash out on was obviously my iPro, and that was they've got now, the Bolly yes. X, X uh, I'm, X not, 100s, but... I'm
3: not. I'm not going to lie. That is um that is kind of where I was trying to push things because if i've got to admit if there is anything i would always recommend people to spend more money on it is ipro
1: yeah
3: um i think i feel free to disagree with me but i don't think you can really ever spend too much on ipro um Um, if you ever if you ever sit there and you go okay i want to upgrade i want to buy something new there's always going to be something you can go for yeah there's always going to be something and it's never no one's ever going to go you're an idiot but yeah, but then I th- and, I,
0: and I, yeah, and I think that's the difference. There is always, always a pragmatic reason behind getting IPro. Yeah, you know, yeah. no matter how much yeah. you spend on it, um, mm. there is a minimum that you have to meet. But then there yes. is no maximum, right? Yeah, yeah. You, no one's going to shout at you for being more safe. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. how dare you? How dare you value your, your eyes more than mine? Yeah. <laughs> No, and I think that's the that's the key thing, particularly when it comes to things like iPro, because people do buy dirt cheap eye protection, and it always worries me.
0: But then, okay, but then that being a, that being a thing, um, yeah. are people at risk of buying brand name items uh, that don't live up to the expectation that they're supposed to have because of that brand? Oh, definitely. Oh, yes. Definitely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 It's almost like brand superiority, I'm going to call it like mm. brand reputation um, and quality, uh, not in all companies, but in some companies don't go up at the same level. So they'll push for their image, they'll push for their, you know, the, the dope looking look, you know, uh. but then uh, as their popularity rises, they're like, uh, their quality stays the same. Mm -hmm. But their prices go up.
0: Uh, Yeah, I can't think. I can't
2: think of an example right now. Well, I
0: um... uh, so I think TM are overpriced. I would agree. I would agree. agree. TM are overpriced. Uh, They are not worth the money. They are perfectly, perfectly good guns, Uh, Mm -hmm. and I would still argue they're up there. The problem is, I wouldn't argue they're up there uh, without doing upgrades. Uh, No, I would still argue. I would still argue that a TM is a
3: top tier of often. If you buy a TM, you know you are going to get quality.
1: However... Mm-hmm. Is that quality after you've upgraded it, though? <laughs> Well, yeah. b- before See, cause, or, cause, I, Okay, actually no Because when think... people sit there and say, oh TM's the greatest gun Straight out of the box, is that before or after you've done The soft mod, or after okay, you've done yeah. the gear set Or after yeah, you've done and, the Titan and, <laughs> and it's always
0: it's always after a spring upgrade And that spring upgrade always well, needs A gear upgrade, and that gear upgrade Is always going to need, like, it, it Goes on and on, and, and actually people go Oh, it's the TM magic, no TM TM are a good platform, but <laughs> The like, Shell's magic, that's it <laughs> <laughs> Like, they are, they are a high quality they're pistols right so i the pistols uh, are the
3: one i have a big issue with
0: yeah i come under fire a lot because i have a big problem with the fact that they're plastic yeah um and, massive issue and and like for me it's a case of they're good pistols they are good but the reason i mentioned that they're plastic so much is because they're plastic and mm. i would like the quality of a lot of metal guns now in terms of the performance the quality is up there now right you're getting the performance that you would get from an old tm like it used to be a case of you said oh tm you go tm over a Wii because a Wii shoot like shit and you know, it was a, a validity to that claim whereas now i'm it's too close to call like you yeah. can get the you get the you do get the ones that are absolutely incredible the um the tm the mark 23 right um, an, an absolute so, yeah. classic that upgraded has some incredible distance. Uh it's yeah. like ranging the same as snipers. Okay however but,
3: go on yeah. are you gonna say what I think you're gonna say what I'm I was gonna, gonna say, say that's so that's,
0: that's that's one thing that took upgrading um to become incredible. The, okay. the rest of them as a, as a just a a general platform, they're they're fine. That's it.
3: They're fine. <laughs> okay, so my big issue with the Mark twenty three is that yes, once you've upgraded it, it's an amazing Weapon, It's absolutely incredible. But it's non-blowback as well. So it makes it easier for them. And it's easier to upgrade. And yet it still takes effort to make it into a good gun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I I would also argue to a point that I think TM may have gone downhill a little bit. Oh, okay. or really their quality good. has <laughs> stayed the same, whereas everyone else's has gone up drastically. The reason I Bar. say it is shot shotguns. Okay, yeah. Absolutely. Um
1: stuff that no one wants, they're really good at.
3: <laughs> yeah. That no, you have that's exactly it, Chris. They do something they did something a bit different, did they? And they are yeah. market leaders for it. Um the same with their recoil series. But their normal range is very average now because you have to upgrade it if i bought one now it will probably have the same performance that my 14 year old one does now
0: yes so what really you're saying after. is yeah as the standards have risen and they've stayed the same they've dropped behind
3: yeah and they're like, old they put i think they put a lot more care and quality control into their guns years ago i think they sold less they, yeah, they have obviously so they sold had, more. Yeah, they sold so they more
0: time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now they're having to throw them out. I think that's a really important thing as well. Uh, quality control in brands is, is something that often mm-hmm. comes up. So Aries have a terrible reputation for quality control.
3: Yeah, but again, I used to have an Aries G36 and I loved it, but I don't think I'd buy another one.
0: Yeah, well, whereas <clears throat> I've, I've used a couple of Aries um, before in terms of the internals, they, they were absolute dog uh and then i've got a striker right so i've got an aries striker as01 um and the the starting seer set um was absolute garbage uh wouldn't work from from the get-go so um you know bespoke had to to put you know their own um ed1 kit in and so
3: just just checking, when you said it didn't work from the get-go, did it actually not work?
0: Yeah, no, no, genuinely. Uh, I took um, so I didn't even get through one magazine before uh, it started slam firing. See, I think I think this is this speaks
3: for the airsoft industry almost as a whole. There are exceptions, of course, but I don't think you get the after-sales support that you get with other products. If you If you go out and you buy a laptop and you get it home and a week later it breaks, you expect to be able to take it back.
0: Yeah, no, no. But I think you do. I think you do. It's just as airsofters, we are also inclined to try and fix it ourselves. And yeah. therefore, we void warranties. That is a that's a standard, right? I mean, that because, that is a, yeah yeah you're absolutely ev- right because every single that's place fine. that every single place that sells you a product will give you a warranty, right? And they will say, bring it back to us and we will fix it. That's um, yeah, but a, a lot
3: of the warranties tend to be very strict. Uh, the terms uh, are as such that you go, I'm really going to struggle to meet this, and it's like I don't know. They're not allowed to be. They have to be in the same condition as you bought it. I so don't it's know. It's like, well, okay, that. what happens if I've been out gaming with it? and okay, nine times out of ten, they probably would still
0: repair it, refund it. In my experience, uh mm. with the number of retailers that I've I've worked mm. with and been to and, and all of that, most, if not all, will take a, a product back as long as you haven't opened up um opened up the gun, right? As long as you haven't tried to f- remedy the problem yourself, they'll take it back and they'll, they'll sort it out. And, and if they can't, they'll replace it. Uh, the, the problem is when you go, ah, it's not working. Why is it not working? Let's have a look. And then as soon as you've done that, they can't guarantee the, the craftsmanship, the workmanship, mm-hmm. right? So that is the point at which people, like I see on so many Facebook groups, uh, people going, oh yeah, well, I'm not going to order from them again because, you know, uh, it stopped working, Um I had a look. It was this, and they said they wouldn't take it. And well, why didn't why didn't they take it? Well, it was because they're saying I avoided a warranty. Well, yeah, because you opened it up, you know. And so, it like in my okay, mind, there is does,
3: does that argue the point that maybe they need to be a little bit more lax with the warranty because it's broken anyway.
0: So no, it's no, broken, no, 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 then... no, because you can't prove it's you can't no because the whole point of the warranty, send it to them first before you open it up so that they can see that it's broken, right? So it's it's. The warranty is like it's broken, it's no fault of you as a customer. Um, we will fix it for you. But as soon as you start tinkering with it, it's like, well, we can't guarantee that the product was broken. And mm-hmm. and actually so therefore it's a case of we we might be out of pocket as a result of your mistake. You're tinkering. And, yeah, <laughs> you're tinkering. And like the it's it's not hard to just go like it's not always the best as well, right? So but this is coming from someone that likes to take things apart and you know, and, and go, (laughs) all right, no, actually I want, I want to work on this. Um, But I do that under the knowledge that as soon as I do take it apart, it's up to me to get it back together and fix it. You know, if I want someone else to look at it, if I want to send it back to get fixed, then realistically I need to uh, not touch it. Right. And, And I need to, if, as soon as it's broken, Hey, it's broken. Can you sort it out? Ooh, this, yeah. Say you were a brand ambassador.
1: Ooh, Ooh.
3: I like it? Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah, and and you were uh, required to only use the the products of that brand. Who would it be? KWA. Interesting.
1: Just because I li- I like the uh, the Erg platform from them. I've tried the recall as much as everyone obviously goes mad and says obviously TM's better, but to be honest, I disagree. I think. The KWA recall system is actually better, though. Yes, it's a proprietary system, but at the end of the day, if I'm going to be just working for KWA, then I won't have to worry about that. So <laughs> that is true. That is <laughs> so. True. At the end of the day, but I mean, I, I've never, never seen anything wrong with them. I mean, obviously, I've I follow the ERG forums on Facebook, and they've never seen them, like constantly whinging about things. It's quite straightforward. I mean coming obviously this year they've got obviously that new TK forty five which is like the small vector style one. Oh, of course mm. they do, yeah. And, and actually that that is pretty snazzy. Yeah, that is one it's one to keep an eye on.
2: I think for me it would be um G and G. Just because not only do I have a G and G A P nine, as we know, um I also really appreciate the photography they put out to for in stores and i would just have a field day just like yep yeah, next gun shoot that next gun <laughs> shoot that that'd be great and then i'd run around with them and i'd have like a whole inventory of guns that i could shoot and and also g&g have
0: a and g do a really good job not only are they reliable platforms but they they really think about customizing them later on as well so they release those those later lines so the arp9 came out with several different versions now it's all just different aesthetics everything internally is the same but i i do think they they pay attention to kind of making things look a little bit unique come on then joe who would you use you know what i've been thinking
3: and i've been i'm really struggling Uh, i don't want to say pts i really don't um, because, and the, re- the only reason I don't want to say PTS is because of the options. They have a very
0: limited product line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you are stuck at that point, aren't you?
3: Yeah. And considering
0: um, you've already got most of the product line.
3: I do think, I'm interested in some of the new Classic Army stuff. And their CXP platform. I do like the CXP platform. I think it's really nice. So, for the purposes of this, I would say if I had to use one for the rest of my life, I would ditch my Masada and I would go Classic Army.
0: Interesting. That is a shock. Just for the options. <laughs> well, the other
3: thing is that um, PTS, and I'm talking to you, PTS, you don't make a pistol yet. So, <laughs> well, that bring, out nice pistol. <laughs> bring out a nice pistol. Bring out a nice pistol. 226, something 226 base to be perfect, but I can also understand a 1911 base and we'll see what we go, see if that changes. But yeah, what yeah, about you, you George?
1: You've got your FPG, so you don't need it. Yeah, it's not only
3: really a <laughs> pistol, though, is it?
1: It is, needs you to took it out of its case.
3: <laughs> <laughs> ah, but that's, um, oh, you're making me think now, but I'm pretty sure that's a KWA I was going to say, it's a, K, it's a
1: KWA style. So,
3: car, yeah, um, and it is the one with the pistol built in. It's not one that I've put a KWA Glock into. It's not the kit version, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it is a KWA. Uh go on then George. Well this what is an interesting brand? one.
0: Uh yeah. I, I obviously I find it very difficult to pin down to, to one thing. Um but thinking about what you just said, thinking about the fact that actually product base is quite important. Um I would have to go one of either two, and I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a caveat on the second one. The first one is ASG.
3: Mm-hmm
0: right because I, I i thought you were
3: going to go asg i'll be honest
0: i love the evo in terms of its um etu and uh trigger response and performance etc etc uh but then they also do the pistol range that i'm i'm enjoying the shadow um, is doing lovely for me right now uh mm-hmm. and then they also have my um gas blowback mp9 so like there's enough variety oh they also have some absolutely gorgeous snipers However, uh, the other company that I'm curious about, but they haven't won me over yet, is uh, Secutor. (laughs) Secutor. Secutor are a relatively new company. And they came out and their marketing was killer. It, It came out of nowhere and everyone just went, oh my god, that looks gorgeous. That looks awesome. I need that in my life. And uh, I was one of the people that got excited, you know, and uh, I, I got one of the first products. It was the Gladius G17, the non-Glock Glock. And aesthetically, it is a gorgeous piece of kit. And it's got a real nice snap, real nice feel, but the performance wasn't there. It started failing. It started jamming. Uh, it started being um, very temperamental, and the problem I have with that is that it's a it's highly priced. It is a high end uh, cost point. Uh, it, at the time, it was something like one hundred and seventy five, one hundred and eighty quid, right? So that is at the same level as the um, ASG Accu Shadow, and it stopped working. And this was because it was round one, right? This was generation one, but at that cost point, that's that should be reliable straight out of the box. That should be there. And this company are great at aesthetics, but they haven't earned the reputation in terms of their, um, reliability yet. And what they did was they clearly used that first round as market research. And they I think we their, talked about this, didn't yeah, we? And they did their research did. and development. Yeah. Through, through the customer base. And I was like, I, I felt hard done by it, uh, in that sense. Yeah, I,
3: and that's—I think that's reasonable. Uh, I do need to issue a correction, by the way. It's not Classic Army that do the CXP; it's ICS.
0: Oh, um, oh. but
3: yeah, so <laughs> does that I change do. things? Uh, yeah, it's now ICS because so it's it gets- a CXP platform I'm interested in, and it, even more uh, specifically, the new Hera Arms. Uh, Dude, CQR, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Actually, you're you're pointing that out now, and actually, ICS are coming out with this really interesting um, yeah. suppressor as well.
3: Yeah, and the I think they they're going down a really interesting route because they are trying to be a bit
0: different. Yeah, um, well, they've
3: always tried. So
0: they they've got the split gearbox. Right? Yes, and yeah, I've which, always loved that idea.
3: Yeah. So I have I have an ICS. Uh, I do have an ICS rifle. Right? I've got an L85. that's ICS, uh, and it's lovely. It's not perfect but it is it's nice and the split gearbox is really good fun um it makes working on it really really easy yeah but yeah aesthetically they're doing some really interesting things now and in the future or coming soon so uh,
0: oh i'm going i'm going for asg because asg (laughs) and ics are teaming up so there's there's uh I, I, i mean
3: that's that's a little bit of a um clever move there I yeah like thank that. you thank you <laughs> I'll g- I'll to be
1: you honest the more, the more we were sitting there talking about it, the more i went through all well, the brands and then, i was like oh actually you know i should have changed it with this brand and i think that's what it comes down to i think it doesn't matter i think we'll never actually have a set in stone yeah brand. Well, and that's why there there's so a, many options i mean i'm sitting there now thinking i should have chose vfc because then i could have had all these guns. i've had the legit glock and the... oh my god <laughs> also the yeah. avalons
0: uh, the the not the avalon sorry the um uh, Oh, their new brushless motor, the yeah. Virgo system. Yes. Oh, the yes. Virgo system. Yes.
1: And that's what sort you're of saying. They're there thinking. And I was like, oh, but then again, they have the cyber gun. They have the MCX. I mean, I should have gone with that. What an idiot! And I, was like... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think I think actually, my main thing over the next year and a half, two years, I think I'm gonna have to buy brands that I don't own and haven't used. I think yeah. that's that's gonna have to be my my um, standard. To... Just to say that you've done it. And you just you just try, try new things, yeah. yeah, yeah, I tell you what though that does bring <laughs> us on to, like the topic of brand ambassadors, seeing as we mentioned it, like that's the mm. thing that's that's cropped up a lot on social media at the minute, right every yes. everyone seems <laughs> to be doing it, yeah
1: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah and and I'm not sure um what the arrangement is there, and I'm not sure what the um level of involvement these brand it's, ambassadors are
3: having i i think you how do look we feel? At- you look at what's going on and you would think that the involvement is huge no you, no in terms of what people have to do for that ambassadorship oh, however yeah. i don't i don't think they actually get much involvement with the company at all um but i think what they have to do to maintain that is quite large um i admittedly i'm not one i've never looked into it so i i'm p- do basing this purely on what i see um Though Pts, if you are looking for a brand ambassador, <laughs> there you go. great, selling out, looks looks great yeah, away, yeah. yeah well, hey, hey, I'll bring you guys on board as well. It's fine. You
0: have to take all four of us. It's fine. Chris, Chris, you're a head of digital. What's your yeah. take on this?
1: Oh, uh, I, don't, I was, see. This is the thing is, I don't, I don't want to upset or offend people, but I mean, it has its pros and cons. I mean, ICS obviously is the big one. Obviously, I always make regular jokes with off 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 there uh, about it Saying, obviously i am captain now kind of thing but because obviously at one minute there was like only a few of them we knew about and then suddenly out of the blue there was like a ton of them all in one go it was like all over the world it's like oh we're all captains now <laughs> yeah because i find that interesting because i i have in theory
0: i have zero problem with this um you know it's it's effectively an individual and a company agreeing to work together uh to promote certain things certain brands
2: mm-hmm.
0: Where I am not sure how I feel is, I don't, I don't know where. There's no transparency in that arrangement, right? So, what yeah. is NICS captain? What is their like? So, yeah. and we're using ICS, but they're not by no means are they the only company that are doing no. ambassadorships. No, no, there's, there's loads. loads. <laughs> yeah, it's just the one that's come up, and we we're, we're going with it. Um, what is the agreement? What is the uh, level in which? these ambassadors are involved in uh that company mm-hmm. is it purely from a social media basis is it from uh a sales point of view yeah is it um a real recommendation yeah, you know, yeah. That's, are you yeah. Are, are the people that are ambassadors doing it to be advocates genuine. for this <laughs> yeah to be genuine yeah. advocates or are they doing it for
2: for the money if, if like there, if is, there money, is money is yeah. there money yeah, yeah. 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 I, like, what... I think
3: we don't know you... though do we we have no idea and you just you just expected to take their word for it
2: yeah you start to question their I want to say dexterity but that's you, integrity to question their integrity question their motives and it
0: and this, this isn't just about amb- ambassadorships as well. This also goes on to sponsorships. Um, and oh, I, yeah. we can mm. go way more into depth on another episode. Uh, but I do think there is this, um, culture in airsoft now that has been developing over the last decade mm-hmm. where, uh, companies exploit individuals within the community for, um, marketing purposes, but then also individuals, uh, on social media, exploit uh, their audiences mm-hmm. for business opportunities, and where I don't have a, a single problem with an individual trying to earn a living from no. airsoft. No, um, what I do want as an audience or as as someone that consumes their their content is transparency about what what it is that, that this means. they Like,
2: yeah, yeah. it, it whoever, makes you question
3: it, doesn't it? Yeah, you you see a post and you go. Is this person putting this post up because they want to, or because they have to? And, and if they if
2: they
0: do have to, what yeah. are they getting
3: for we'll, that? Yeah, well, tell us. Let us know that it's that you like, have to do it. I
0: don't because need to know least... that they what they're being paid. But if no, they are no. being paid, it will be good like, to know that, so that I know that this is not necessarily their truest yeah. opinion.
2: And I would love to know the relationship between the um the brand and the ambassador. Like, do they send them products? And then the person goes, actually, yeah, I really like this. This shoots really well. Or, uh, or they send them another one, so I'm going to post about that. Or they send them another one and go, oh, actually, I'm not really a fan of this. Can we, can we just like skip this one and like, mm. I'll pick up something that I'm truly you know, passionate about?
3: Yeah, rather, yeah. Where, rather than put a post out that says, this is a really good gun, but yeah, they, they go, no, let's just not post that one. It's like, yes. well, well, actually, we, no brand is perfect. No brand yeah. is perfect, so let us see. Yeah, the flaws although as well. there's
0: nuance in that. There's nuance. Yeah, in that. it depends oh, no, no, what no, the motivation. There's a way to do is. it, of course.
3: Yeah, there's a, definitely yeah. a way to do it. But I think we need to. You need to put a balanced argument across. Of course, you can turn around and say this product is amazing, but there's always going to be something that go, that isn't quite perfect with it.
0: Yeah, well, this is an interesting. Well, okay, so obviously I get products to review. Yeah, right. <gasps> yeah, uh, do you? I do. I do. <laughs> Shocker. Shock horror. Um, Hmm. I do this professionally, semi-professionally. I'm not going to say I'm professional. Um, I've been doing this for 10 years. I write for a magazine. Uh, I get products to look at. Sometimes I don't write about the products. Sometimes I write about the products and they are glowing reviews. And that is because they're really good products. Mm -hmm. Not once have I accepted anything for free. I have always paid for anything that I keep. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the time, I pay two, I, I, like everything on my walls. And you guys have seen my walls. I think I have currently about 25 guns. And every single one of them I paid for. Uh, and that is to enable me to be completely honest about that product. Um, if I've kept it, it's probably because it's half decent. Or it's the XDM Compact on the wall, which is uh, absolute crap. But it looks nice. <laughs> <laughs> there's um, always one. But but the 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 point I'm making is, um, I have a relationship with some manufacturers where they do trust me to um, to review things. But it's always on the understanding that if there's something I have to say negatively about that product, I will say it. Um, yeah. For instance, okay. the the Tokyo Marui M45A1, um, I reviewed for. The S off YouTube channel, and I it wasn't for me. I you know did a whole review, really good pistol. I didn't like it. It wasn't it wasn't my kind of pistol whatsoever. It, let's
3: let's put you in the shoes of a potential brand ambassador at this point. If you were getting stuff for free, and I'm not sure if they are, but we're going to pretend they are for this purpose at this point. Would you feel obliged to only put
0: good things about that uh, No no i like i I wouldn't put only good things i would however i would I would have to double think whether or not I'm posting anything at all yeah okay
3: and i th- I think that's the that's the that's the issue isn't it It's whether or not we we trust them that they are when they give us a glowing review we're trusting that that is because the product is amazing and they're not getting anything from it. to make sure that okay. they're saying the good things and not the bad things.
2: But I think I think we're looking at this at a very surface level. Like you don't go by one person's "Hey, great, go buy this," and then just go buy it. Like no, some don't people do though.
3: Some
0: people do.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Some people do put a lot of stock in individuals, and not just individuals, but social media. And if you but look then, at, sh- sorry, go on, Hannah.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, but then surely after that one purchase. And say if their intentions weren't about actually printing a good product, but in for the money, that put they get that gun and it's not very good, then you'd be like, oh, right. So actually, they're not. You know, like like you just got to use your brains. Like every yeah yeah,
0: but but yeah, ha- people don't do that. And it's, it's also not just that. With the amount that it's out there now, we are trained as um as consumers, consumers. of yeah as consumers of media. We are yeah. trained. Um, subconsciously to take the word of certain people and to trust in certain um, branding, certain imagery, certain uh, messaging.
2: Yeah.
3: No, you're absolutely right. And I'll, I'll be honest, that Geraga Airsoft brand, they're absolutely <laughs> terrible. You can't trust the <laughs> word they say. That's so that bad. That XTM <laughs> Compact, he told me not to buy it and I haven't bought one. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just I, I just don't understand. Hannah, you've hit it specifically on the head that people should do their own research, they should think about things a bit more. But then George, you're you're absolutely right, people don't. People have a particular person they follow, or they look at all the content that one or two particular people put up and they model their loadouts, their kit, Mm -hmm. the guns they buy on that one person. So if that one person is an ambassador and keeps talking about certain products, one person will buy those products.
0: Yeah, I mean Hannah, think about Lewis, right? So if he was if he was to watch those guys, those real steel shooters, mm-hmm. and they kept peddling a product that they were uh, endorsed to promote, yeah, um, you know, what if it's absolute dog and Lewis then goes out and buys it anyway, right? Because uh, cause he okay. trusts those people.
2: True, but he's also um, has brains and does a lot of research into what he buys, especially Airsoft, because... Uh, He's very particular about what he wears, what he looks like, what he wants to portray. Like, he doesn't just, he doesn't just like dump the gun and go for it, you know? Um, So that, yeah, but I think it's, I think ambassadors should be advertisers. They shouldn't, they should raise awareness about a product, not raise awareness, but like promote a product, but shouldn't just be like, um, Go by this. this will right, so off.
0: you're saying they should uh, promote, but not necessarily endorse, or the other yeah. way around. They should endorse, but like it, it was. A, I think. I think my point is because I don't disagree with you. People should go and yeah. do their own research. Yeah. I think my point is people should know that that's something they should do, and the way that you do that is by being transparent about the agreement between yeah. yourself and whoever it is that you are um, linked with in this yeah. scenario.
3: I think that's what we're trying to, the point we're trying to get across. And I think we've gone a little bit off topic or (laughs) roundabout. We've gone around the houses a little bit. But yeah, all we're trying to suggest is that we don't necessarily think, and feel free to correct me if you think I'm wrong in this statement, but we Mm -hmm. don't feel that some of the brand ambassadors out there are particularly transparent with the deal they are getting from the retailer or the brand that they, and are I don't
0: think it's necessarily just them. I think the brands are also. Not oh no, necessarily I think. It's,
3: oh, of course, because it's all the. It's not just the person that is the ambassador; it's the brand because the brand is the person that's putting the deal across. Yeah. So they're both having. They both have to work together and do it in a clear manner,
0: and I don't think sincere, that's necessarily happening. in a sincere yeah. way. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and, and we and don't like, care. Because, like, knowing what the aim of the like f- an in a, a program, an ambassadorship program, mm. knowing what the aim of that program is, and having that be the key focus, to enables you as someone uh, consuming their co- that person's content to understand, oh, this is coming from this perspective, yeah. uh, and this might be changing this this opinion in this way.
3: Yeah, you're absolutely right. I don't think, and again, I'm not ever,
0: I'm not criticizing anyone. Do we think it's bad? An Do we think it's bad? What ambassadors? No, no yeah.
2: not at all. I think it's necessary. Good. I just wanted
0: to, I just wanted to, yeah, I just wanted to I, and, like hammer down on that,
3: and that's, and that's, <laughs> that's what I was just going to say. I don't, I'm not criticizing any ambassador, and I'm not criticizing any brand that has ambassadors because they're trying to engage with the community, and that's great. Yeah, but I think they need to be a little bit more transparent and a little, like you said, George, a little bit more sincere about the way they do it.
0: And do you know what I think actually? Um, one of my biggest gripes is when brands um, they don't compensate properly, right? So the, the the reason this is so weird as a as a concept is because mm. um, there's no transparency, there's no expectation, there's no understanding of what the norm is. Because a lot yeah. of brands ask you to do it for free. Yeah. Um, and all you're getting is, is that exposure, right? Like, yeah, you do yeah, this yeah. for exposure. Um, and they get... There's an imbalance there. And so mm-hmm. what I want from the industry, personally, is to ensure that if there is somebody that is linked to a company, they are compensated for it properly and fairly. They can make a yeah. living doing this mm-hmm. so that they are then able to... to uh, be as transparent as possible mm-hmm. you know and say okay i i'm now earning comfortably from this thing i can say that i am fully linked with them and my audience knows what that yeah means.
3: i mean that's sorry that <laughs> i was just processing
0: the i suppose the implication of that um the implication might be that there are less right there are fewer ambassadors and yeah. i and i i don't necessarily think so that is a bad thing for the brand but because there's as, less people to get their word out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that that's worse off for the brand, right? Arguably, however, uh, it's less exploitative as yeah. well, because I feel like there are a lot of people in airsoft that want to work in airsoft, right? They want a mm. career in this, in whatever fashion they can they can get, and often that is social media influencing you know, Mm -hmm. and so they are put into a position where they are approached, they have uh, an opportunity to represent, but they should be compensated for that, right? That should be a legitimate partnership, not just something that a brand has put together so they can get more marketing. Yeah, and I think that the the difference is, though, the only issue I have with that, and I don't
3: disagree with what you're saying at all, um, but I have, I think that at that point, they stop necessarily becoming a ambassador, and they become a, like you mentioned a second ago, a partner. Mm-hmm. And there are different legal and... I, w- I want to say... I'm going to stick with legal. I want, I was going to say moral, but it's not really a moral obligation at all. But there are definitely different legal obligations once you are that closely linked with a company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. um, And you become almost and you're not it's not quite the same but you do you're starting to borderline on becoming an employee and that's definitely not what the company wants and it doesn't that doesn't work out well for the ambassador or for the brand um i definitely think i agree with what you're saying they have to be compensated fairly um but i think there is a variance on what that compensation what form that compensation makes because Because i think because i was gonna say go
0: on Sorry. I was I was going to say Chris alluded to this earlier. There were a few, right? There were, uh, there are only a few captains so to speak for this company. Yep. And then there are suddenly loads. Now there are loads, which dilutes the, sort of thing the from
1: yeah. this year for this like yeah. this year when it was 15 captains that were got announced.
0: Wow. And that that di- dilutes the <coughs> achievement as such of yeah. becoming one, right? Oh, absolutely. But then okay, so if I if we think
3: about some of this from a from the company perspective or the brand perspective um if you're sending out items for people to review um and then potentially keep for free no i i kind of feel like if you're going to be linked with a company that is kind of the way to do it um because you want them to support you you want them to promote your products you should be giving them those products
2: It depends, um, depends if there's any other arrangement, if the free product oh, my computer just went off, uh, if the free product is the payment, then how, how do you expect people to pay their rent? But if the free product, a product, sorry, is the, is just like a another, you know, uh, like if you get in paid and then you get the product for free as well, or you can review it and send it back, like
3: Okay you but know. if you're if you're being sent a 350 pound gun every month yeah um and then it being exp- then has sending it back the company can't resell that product at 350 pounds no, but... so they're still making a loss whereas if but they it... let you keep it but the, you're no, not but having the... to buy that
0: yeah, yeah. But, but then but then they're, they're not making a loss because they were yeah. going to give it to you anyway so instead of losing three hundred fifty quid, they they can
2: send it on to another ambassador. Potentially,
0: the the point being, uh, I think Hannah hit on that, was there is an expectation that you send something for free, and that is the you payment. When in right, yeah. when in reality, people people do need to eat. I don't think that's good enough for brands in airsoft no. to to start having as the norm. Uh
2: I think what's been lost in the airsoft world is the relationship between advertising and social media. They are the same thing. Potentially if you give someone a product for free, you are only paying them that three hundred quid for you know, some people have fifteen thousand followers. You know, fifteen thousand people could potentially see that post. Uh-huh. That's a lot of reach. And for an advertising campaign in a bigger world, that's a lot of money. Like you know, like, like, uh, I'm a bit out of depth here because I don't really know. Like, but advertising costs a lot. If you go to a company and be like, "Right, I want to reach this amount of people through this," you know, through a video, they'll be like, "Right, this is the budget. These are the people we need." You know, da da da. This is how much it costs. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and I think, um, well, okay, in, lots of companies have taken advantage that people seeing their products promoted by other people have forgotten that's free advertising
0: yeah you know, okay like, so i'm gonna i'm yeah. just gonna i'm gonna um <laughs> i'm gonna adjust just a few things that you say um with the best of intentions uh it doesn't cost that much to get reach okay um so f- with business tools now you can get facebook um and instagram posts in front of eyes no problem yeah what people are paying for and this is the where creation. you're completely right it's the person, right? It's the brand yeah. that yeah. is putting that post out. So there's a big difference between the um, brands themselves and uh, influencers uh, mm-hmm. putting those things out. They might reach the same audience, but it coming from one over the mm-hmm. other has a different value. Yeah. Uh, and so I think you're absolutely right that actually there is a, a, lo- a lost value in terms of uh, working with um, influencers. And yeah. and I think you're right in in the sense that there is this kind of uh, expectation now that it's not going to, co- like, you, they won't charge, they won't, uh, sorry, they won't pay for it in the mm-hmm. same way that they would pay for traditional marketing.
2: Yeah. Um, and I'm just more talking from like a photographer's background and like the actual, the content that goes out also needs to be on point and people don't realize that uh to get to that kind of quality you should pay someone because you know that's what they do and if you want to reach more people especially on instagram being such a visual place if you want to reach more people you need vis- like visually striking content to begin for people to then actually see what you're talking about and engage All right, I'm going to stop because I'm going on another rant. Ladies and uh, gentlemen, uh, (laughs) if you have uh,
0: the need of an airsoft photographer, the airsoft photographer, (laughs) Hannah from Duraga Airsoft, is available for hire. Uh,
2: Thanks. Uh, I'm going to walk out the door now.
0: (laughs) This has been a really interesting conversation. I'm going to wrap it up there um, because... We have been talking for a long I mean, time. We go, went on a lot of tangents. Sorry, Chris, you were just about to say something. No, I was just going <laughs> to say,
1: as much as obviously we've been sitting there and obviously it sounded like we're going hell for leather on ambassadors. I and mean, I've got nothing to disrespect of and by, by any means. But I mean, obviously, if they obviously want to get their point across to us, I mean, obviously we're sitting there saying obviously, this is what we think there is. If you actually are a bad ambassador, why don't you? I mean, get in touch. Get in touch yeah, and yeah, put a absolutely. comment on, I think it's not fair of us. We're sitting there, going, oh, they do this, they do this. So we could be completely wrong, and we can miss in the point. And by all means, they can come to us and say, "No, you're wrong because of this." I'll be happy to.
0: And actually, that's a really good point as well because we are brand ambassadors for our own channel, uh, and therefore we are biased. <laughs> um,
3: um, on, on that topic, uh, so value, value. Yeah. Yeah, for what
0: was Jaraga brand ambassador? I think we need.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the tables
0: have turned. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now, 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 the, how many guns do you have on your wall? I have three. Ah, oh yeah. Cool. Okay, that's you, all right.
2: Didn't you say uh, twenty-two earlier? Uh, I did uh, not. No, 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 because the, re-
3: no, the rest are coming to us, Hannah. So he only has oh, three right, left. Right. But no, you're absolutely right. We are ambassadors. We are only speaking from our own personal views. So if you have a differing one, we do want to hear it because it gives us more to talk
0: about. And as you can tell, we like to talk. Yeah, it's uh, and it's a super fascinating subject. And everyone's got a different opinion. Um, as as we did at the start of the show, uh, we will highlight other people's comments uh from instagram from facebook uh etc so you know you can get us uh, get through to us in those kind of areas for now though i would like to end the show on um on our instagram handles so that actually they can do that so uh joe your instagram handle uh, i am gi joski chris i'm carmen ursoft hannah
2: the airsoft photographer
0: and I am Joraga Uh Until next time, guys, this has been a wonderful conversation. <laughs> I can't actually remember what we've got on the docket, but I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> so until then, we'll see you in the safe zone.